We're staying with Matters Music and this time around Music Tourism. Tamron Nal is the owner of Travel with Tambo, joins me on the line now. Tamron, a very good morning. Welcome back to the show. Good morning to you, Africa. Lovely to chat to you again. It is actually often a primary reason for people to travel to other parts of the world. I know I have I've not successfully managed to actually put a plan together, but I've always wanted to go to the North Sea Jazz Festival. I've always wanted to go to the New Orleans Jazz Festival because I enjoy jazz and I go to the festivals in Cape Town and in Johannesburg, but traveling overseas with the express purpose of going to attend a festival, that's something that's quite popular, isn't it? You know, I think it's something that could be far more popular in South Africa. It's not something a lot of people think of, but it's definitely a subject that I'm very passionate about. Um, there's a lot of a lot of things to consider when doing it, though. It is a little bit different to traveling normally. And what are those things to consider, Tamron? So the best thing to do, especially when you're doing a festival where you're going to need to camp, is to do pre and post accommodation. Um, before and after the festival. Firstly, to make sure that you're well rested before and after you go through. Um, The hotel also needs to keep your baggage for you because you don't want to be traveling with a massive suitcase. And I always suggest going for glamping because as travelers, you're not going to be traveling with a tent or sleeping bags. So it's always best to do glamping. And I'll tell you something, the festivals in Europe and the US are just absolutely incredible and a a cut above what we're used to in South Africa. And I suppose part of the camping is an essential part of it, right? Because uh, knowing me, I would want to stay at a hotel somewhere and then be, <laughs> be be ferried in and out, right, on a daily basis. But when you go well, to you those can. when you go to those festivals, though, it sounds like you want to be part of the mess and the milieu um, of of what is the actual festival. You do, Africa. But the wonderful thing is, there is no mess. And you know, I've just come back from a festival in Czech Republic. And I've never been in a cleaner setting in my life. Um, It was really, we had hot showers every morning. Um, Everything was spotless. There were so many food and drink options that you stood in a queue for two minutes at a time at most. Um, It was just unreal. Absolutely. Um, Do we have uh, a Tamron who uh, specializes in helping you book for this sort of tourism in South Africa? Well, I think I don't think there's anyone specific that does just um, the festival tours. I know I do. I've done quite a few for my husband. I've done a lot for friends and family. Um, And there is a bit of speciality that comes into it, knowing where to um, do the pre and post accommodation. Uh, There's a lot to consider, really. You've got to do, um, like I said, pre and post. You've got to make sure that you know, there's bus services that take you from the station to the festival grounds, but you've got to make sure that you get to the station and how to get there. Um, obviously, like I said, there's glamping. You've got to book early to get the festival tickets. You've got to book early to get good glamping, glamping options. Visas are really, really important um, because a lot of these festivals are happening in the United States and UK and Europe. So it's often Schengen visas and US visas take weeks to do. So it is something you need to plan well in advance and get done 
considerably soon. And then the rates of exchange is also something you really need to consider as well. Absolutely, when because the rand doesn't go much further than, I suppose, the finger in front of your face. <laughs> when you compare exactly. it to a dollar <laughs> and to a, a euro. Um, but, but to, I suppose, stress the point of buying tickets early to the festival. I mean, a Glastonbury, for example, would sell out, oh, yes. I imagine, in moments, right? Particularly once moments. they start announcing who the big line, uh, big headline uh, acts are going to be. Exactly. I mean, for Download Festival, you've basically got a day or two to get your tickets sorted, especially if you want the good clamping ones. <laughs> Which means you need to start saving well ahead of time. So know yes. this time of the year already what you want to do possibly next year so that by the time that that festival opens for you to purchase not only festival tickets, but as you say, clamping and other experiences, you're able to just and make the purchases. Mm. Yes. And I mean, for download, I know that download open up their um, sales the day after they finish the festival. So they'll finish the festival in 2024 and the day afterwards it opens sales for 2025. So it sells out pretty quick. Before people even know the lineup, they just know that it's such a great festival. No, absolutely. Uh, You made reference to Download, you made reference to Czech Republic, I made reference to Glastonbury. What what are some of the bigger festivals that uh, you you reckon South Africans would love to travel to? So I know a lot of the Doomchi Doomchi crowd love the Tomorrowland Burning Man in the US. Uh, Tomorrowland is in Europe. We've got the Download Festival in UK. And then you've got Crasp of Metal Meat in Belgium, which my husband's been to quite a few times. Uh, Czech Republic, we did the Rock for People. There are so many to get to. Um, and it all is just dependent. Like you are obviously into your jazz and I'm quite into my rock and my metal. There's so much to do. And as South Africans, we don't get a lot of bands that come here. So it makes sense to go there and see some really incredible bands. Yeah, in fact, I was sitting with a team member yesterday and reflecting on Peaches and Herb uh, who are traveling. And uh, he was asking, why do we all get these Cindy older and more senior bands coming to South Africa? And I'm going, well, when they're fresh and hot, we can't afford them. That's why <laughs> they're not traveling down <laughs> south. Um, oh, we're the retirement village of music. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to any fans of Peaches and Herbs, by the way. They had a Not at all. Act, and they are going to take you on a wonderful memory, I'm sure. So, uh, please. Absolutely. But, but the point we're making is that we're not going to get a Beyonce coming to South Africa because we can't afford to have a Beyonce coming out to South Africa, even though we know she will sell out in moments. In moments. And it's also, I mean, if you even just look at what Taylor Swift cost, it was it was unreal. I mean, you can get a festival ticket for four days for the cost of what you would spend on a Taylor Swift ticket for three hours. Tamron, thank you very much. You've inspired certainly me and I'm um, hoping a listener <laughs> too to consider a music festival that they might want to go to either later in the year or early part of next year and start making the planning for that. Oh, well, please reach out to me. It's something I'm highly passionate about and I definitely get as excited as you would. Remind us how to get hold of you, Tamron. Um, you can get hold of me on 0722-644-966 or you can email us at info at travelwithtambo.co.za. 
Thank you very much, Tamron. And uh, safe travels. Tamron Nell, owner of uh, Travel with Tambo, happy to help you organize a uh, destination to a music festival uh, of your choosing uh, in the coming months. I hope, if, if you are, by the way, if you've already got plans to go to a destination because there's a music festival there, do let us know. 072 702 1702, 072 567 1567.